Welcome to Dose of Degrassi, the podcast that gives you your weekly dose of nostalgia and life lessons by recapping the longest running drama series in Canadian history. Welcome back for episode four. After a little holiday hiatus, we are excited to be back in the halls of Degrassi. Jordan, how are you tonight? I am doing pretty good. How was your um, holiday break? It was very good, very relaxing, laid back. How about yours? Um, exactly the opposite. <laughs> um, all the two introverts in my house are home, which is a lot for myself and my son, who we like to sit in silence. Um, so that was a lot. Um yeah, but it was a great holiday. We had so much fun. Christmas was amazing. Did some of our fun little traditions. So overall, I was happy about it. Love that time nice. together. <laughs> but so excited for school to start back. Yes, tomorrow. <laughs> she goes, tomorrow. Man, that's a long winter break. It is. It's like, they yeah, they get two weeks. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, how was your New Year's? Oh, it was we had such high hopes. My friends were having a party. Um, we didn't end up locking in a babysitter because the normal babysitter um, is my mom and she was sick. And then the teenage babysitters ended up being already booked. But my friends were like, F it, bring the kids. It'll be a fun time. We were so excited to go. And then um, on the 30th, my daughter woke up vomiting, which oh. was really fun. So the stomach virus has made its way through my household. Um, so we just stayed at home did a very low-key New Year's. I did like a balloon drop for the kids that I saw on TikTok and cute. Yeah, just lived your lives. We my husband and I, uh, we had a low-key night as well. Um, however, our big outing was to the Texas Roadhouse. Uh and if I'm you going know there tomorrow. You are? Yes. Well, yes. um, my husband would be very sad if I don't not if I did not share this tidbit. I don't know if everyone knows this, but you know how they have the steaks on display in the case, like right as you walk in? Yeah. If you're ordering a steak, you can pick your steak and they give you a little ticket. And you would think this man went to the Magic Kingdom. He is, loves it. He gets so excited. He got a gift card from my parents for Christmas. Um, so he was real excited to use it. They built a newer one by us. And so it was hot date night for uh for us. Yeah, we decided to go tomorrow because one of my friends said something about rattle, the rattlesnake bites, like those like cheese things. And we were like, mm-hmm. done, booked, going to Roadhouse. Get you a cactus blossom. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Well, good. I'm glad you guys had a nice holiday season. We hope all our friends listening had a nice, relaxing holiday season as well um and we're just glad you decided to to come back and listen to us talk about our our favorite teenage show yes the best so we open episode four eye of the beholder um which admittedly i i didn't look up when it was uh when it aired or the synopsis guys i apologize a little rusty after the holidays, but uh, we will be back, uh, back in action, uh, the well-oiled machine that we are uh, next week for sure. 
Um, but we are at Terry's house and we meet her dad. He's, you know, just doing dad stuff around the kitchen and in true teenage form, she's scowling at the kitchen table. Um, he comes in and he's musing about how his little girl is growing up and she'll be dancing with boys tonight. Um, and Terry is being like very cynical and saying, yeah, right. Dad, boys don't want to dance with me because I'm fat. And I was like, whoa, harsh, harsh language tear. Um, and honestly, like I was chubbier in elementary school and middle school, and I didn't have a great body image for a really long time. And this, all the conversations around Terry's weight just make me feel a certain kind of way. I know. Like everything she says, I'm like, Ooh, that was my inner dialogue. My entire childhood. <laughs> right. And sometimes now. So right. God bless her. we, we work on it daily around here. Yes. Always. <laughs> <laughs> and her dad is an angel. What a sweet angel man. Just like mm-hmm. scurrying around, like getting a breakfast ready. What a sweet guy. Do we know what happens to Terry's mom? Is that touched upon in later episodes it is it says um i don't think it's this episode but pretty soon um it might be like two or three episodes from now her mom passed away i i thought so but i couldn't remember if it was discussed or implied yeah she says it because um it's an episode where ashley's having some issues with her dad oh yes then comes up then (laughs) that gem of an episode yes (laughs) um so in my notes as well I call Terry's father an angel man and um he is just you know reassuring her that she isn't fat and telling her not to say those things about herself and Terry promptly calls herself a cow and heads to school it's (laughs) very blunt (laughs) my god uh the early odds this is why we are all so messed up in the head Right. I mean, looking back at pictures of when I thought I was fat, <laughs> that poor it's girl. Like, it's, very, it's like a different Canadian show, but very Moira Rose of being like, you're going to look back with much kinder eyes. Every picture I look at is with much kinder <laughs> eyes. <laughs> so once we get to school, uh, Spinner, who's straight up jonesing for Terry, asks her if uh, she's going to go to the dance tonight. And she says no and blames it on her angel of a father and just says her dad's old school. So she's, she's not going to be going. No. So, and she's, and she's wearing like, and I say this as a girl who was a big girl, like my whole life, she is wearing the quintessential big girl uniform. Like she's got a zip up on, like it is hot outside. Everybody else is hot. She's got a zip up because she's trying to cover her body. And like I saw that and I was like, Terry, oh my God. <laughs> Watching it as adults so bad. And she's wearing pajama pants. Right. It looks like pajama pants. But like, Terry, you're better <laughs> than that. Don't wear pajama pants. It, 100%. Um, so in comes Ashley. She's acting like she's planning a wedding. She's so nervous about this night dance. Um. And so we then go inside the school where Paige comes up to Spinner and, you know, flirtatiously demands that he save a dance for her. And the early days of Spinner and Paige uh, romance, it's funny to me because she is like going after this man hard. And this is pre glow up Spinner that we're talking yes. about. Yes. <laughs> um, So Ashley and Terry are uh, talking about the spinner interaction and Terry said, oh, you know, it was nothing. He just wanted some class notes. Ashley calls bullshit. 
She knows when Terry is lying. Um, And informs Terry that he was, in fact, flirting with her. Uh, But, of course, in, you know, true early aughts fashion, she calls it a flirtation device. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of those secondhand embarrassment moments. I was like, oh, my gosh. All right. Yep. (laughs) Many more to come. Yes. (laughs) So Paige overhears this uh, and asks Terry if something is going on with her and Spinner. Um, And Ashley suggests that she asks Spinner to the dance. And, you know, Terry informs the girls that she can't go because of her dad. Um, You know, Ashley's BS alert goes off at this. And next we see Liberty. Um, I always feel like Liberty is like the way they shoot Liberty She's like peeking around the corner, (laughs) which, you know, only reminds me, Jordan, of when you and I were in a friend's wedding and the wedding photographer insisted that all of the bridesmaids line up behind this tree and just do a little peek around. And, um, you know, I really hope we can get a copy of that photo. That was in 2015, guys. This was not like a fresh out of high school wedding. This was a 2015 wedding. And the photographer, God bless him, he had us do that. And we were just like, everybody else is like happy and go lucky. And like me and Erica look at each other and we're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you kidding me right now? I said, sir, there's dog poop by this tree. I'm not doing this. <laughs> but do we try to remake it at every person's wedding? Yes, we do. Sure do. Sure do. successful as that first time. No. And at that wedding, there were like 47 bridesmaids. Not really. There were like, was there maybe like eight or nine of us? Or I think, yeah, nine. Nine, a, yeah. That's a good a mix. Lot people, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people would be peeking out behind a little dogwood tree in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jordan and I have not only been in each other's weddings, but we have also been in um, uh, multiple weddings. So yeah, together. At, Yes, together. And as uh, more wedding uh, stuff comes up throughout the show, uh, just know that we will definitely be sharing some of our classic stories when it comes oh, to... Yeah. We'll, we'll put up picture evidence on Instagram and maybe video evidence on TikTok of some of these weddings when it gets to like Spike and Snake <laughs> later down the road, potentially. So make sure you well, stick around for that, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but but I digress. Um, so Liberty is popping around the corner uh, to let Ashley know that she's going to be late for the morning announcement. So just, again, Liberty is out here libertying. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we meet up with our grade seven friends, Emma, JT, Toby, and Manny. Um, the boys declare that they are not going to the dance And when Emma asks Manny if she talked to her parents about going, she basically says no. And that uh, if the dance was during daylight hours, she would be fine. So (laughs) apparently Manny isn't allowed out of the house after the sun sets. She's a vampire. And, you know, knowing what we know about Manny's character arc, perhaps restriction wasn't the best parental move by the Santoses. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. They, uh, They were not playing the long game with that one. No, no. Um, so now Emma doesn't know who she'll go to the dance with. And she's, you know, being Emma, pouting about it, <laughs> making a stink. Okay. Well, then who am I supposed to go with? I don't know. The 47,000 other kids at your school. You're, it's not like it's just you. Show up, girl. Make a new friend. <laughs> and which she does. 
Yes. And this is a very exciting episode because we get to meet Sean Cameron for the first time. And I kind of forgot that we hadn't met him yet. I mean, granted, I know know we're only three episodes in at this point, but still, I was like, oh, Sean. (laughs) The bad boy. Mm hmm. The moody bad boy. Who, yep, mm hmm. Who can often be seen in denim on denim, denim on denim, or, you know, given our location, the Canadian tuxedo. Yes. He wears it well. He does. (laughs) He sure does. So Mr. Simpson introduces Sean and asks if he would like to share anything about himself with the class. And Sean promptly responds with no. (laughs) He goes and sits down. That is like my favorite thing. I was like, Sean taught me that no is a full sentence. Like, stop, full stop. Yep. Like, you want to share something with the class? No, I don't. And honestly, a lot of the times I'm Sean. No, I don't yeah. care anything. I, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit this, but I had to come up with a fun fact about myself. And I Googled what to say if you don't have any fun facts about yourself. <laughs> Uh, the inspiration was bleak but you know I I mustered through and I came up with something (laughs) it's always like so random it's people either use that time to like pull the Michael Scott like I um my the the bad thing about me is I love helping people like (laughs) I once raised $50,000 for um a walkathon like it's it's never like a truly fun fact like sometimes like people either get really weird about it or they get really show-offy about it right either Um, way I'm here to listen to it they gave uh an example and this person wrote I really love Christmas time and I'm like well like who doesn't (laughs) yeah the Grinch like and he learns to love it me too (laughs) okay (laughs) So we see the uh, morning announcements being broadcast, which just really brought me back to our school announcements. Um, We didn't have them broadcast like this in middle school. We just had somebody reading them over like the phone loudspeaker. Um, But in high school, we had a full production. Yeah, we didn't, believe it or not, in West Virginia, that was not in the budget. I don't even remember... (laughs) remember like morning announcements I mean somebody from home is listening to this they can correct me but like I know for sure we did not have video announcements but I don't even remember a regular announcement of (laughs) hey hurricane high out there how you doing uh today for lunch is hamburgers like I'm not remembering that at all and if it was it was not read by a student it was read by a faculty member which is not fun Right. You got to you got to give the kids a voice. Mm -hmm. We at Bedford High School had a full studio. Um, We had anchors. We had weather people. They went back and forth like it was Good Morning America. In fact, (laughs) um, my sophomore year, there were two seniors who were the co-anchors and the one asked the other to prom on air on air. Oh my gosh, that's like the promposal. Exactly. And uh, she she did say yes, but uh, you know, they are no longer together to this day. <laughs> Shocking. Um, but during our Degrassi morning announcements, we learn that uh, the theme of the night dance is starlight, star bright. And again, this just pulled me back into uh, down memory lane. And so 
you know, last episode we talked about how like in at my middle school, we just had like socials and you know, they didn't really have themes. <laughs> yeah. But our proms did once I got to high school. Um, and my junior year, you know, Laguna Beach was huge and I was part of prom committee. So our uh, theme for prom in 2006 was a black and white affair, just like on Laguna Beach. Um, However, we did not go to a hotel party like they did after, (laughs) mostly because Bedford has like two hotels (laughs) and our parents would know. Yeah. No, I don't. I know our dances never had themes. I know our proms did, but it was never like. I, is nothing memorable it's <laughs> <laughs> not like a like Moroccan prom like something that I would remember so. I remember and I have like a weird memory where you know I remember middle names everything. and details yeah everything um I can remember uh one of the suggestions for prom the year I was on prom committee was an evening with friends <laughs> That's what my prom scene was. Like, that's, that's exactly what it is. It was stuff like that. It was like hurricane prom. Like, that was it. There was, there was not a lot. Of a night to remember. Yes. But for those of you listening, Erica does have a really amazing memory. I always say that if I were to be kidnapped and I could have anybody be my one eyewitness, it would be Erica. She would know, like, the length of the person's shoelaces, like, what earrings they were wearing, like, the brand of their jeans. She would have every detail, like... It would be amazing because, yes, she has the best memory. It it borderlines creepy. So I can only, you know, bring out this uh, superpower sparingly. (laughs) (laughs) So from our morning announcements, we pan down from the TV uh, into Miss Kwan's class uh, where Paige is noticing that Spinner is staring at Terry. And Terry gives him a bashful little grin. Um, And Miss Kwan announces that they will be doing a unit on romantic poetry. And this has made Paige feel some kind of way. Yeah, I'm a big Paige fan. And like, this is not her best look. Like this, this shows the growth that she has. But man, Paige is, this is not, not no. a good look for her. Mm-mm. And this is why being the kind kid is cooler than being the mean girl. Yes. Take that with you. <laughs> you yeah, heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so... While they're in the gym decorating for the dance, Ashley tries to get Terry to tell her the real reason why she's not going to the dance. Um, Again, Ashley knows she's lying. um, So Terry says, who would want to go to the dance with me? She's, you know, being super self-deprecating. And Ashley isn't going to let her not go for that reason, because she thinks nobody would want to go with her. Um, So Terry tells Ashley to let her know how to lose 10 pounds in six hours, and she'll be there. Again, just... More messaging that contributes to why people our age, I don't want to say just girls because I'm sure it affects, it has affected men too and and others out there. Um, People are fucked up when it comes to body image. Yes. (laughs) Yes. A hundred percent. It's terrible. It is. And it's not going to get any better (laughs) after this, folks. Um, so we cut to Jimmy balling, shot calling, um, and <laughs> chatting with Sean. Uh, you know, he lets Sean know that the guys won't treat him any differently because, you know. And we just get left with that little cliffhanger because Sean doesn't say anything to him, acts like he does not know who Jimmy Brooks is, and walks away. <laughs> um, we are now back in the gym. 
and Ashley offers to give Terry a makeover, a makeover and uh, Paige asks if they're on some trashoid talk show and uh, to leave her alone. So at first you think Paige is being nice, having some good intentions, saying, mm-hmm. you know, Terry doesn't need a makeover. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Those were not her intentions. No. Did you ever watch like talk shows like that when you were a kid? Oh, Hell yes. My mom and I watched Maury together. Um, We would love to. So on the early days, you know, and this is not great looking back. (laughs) On on the early days, they would have, um, you know, drag queens on. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my mom and I's favorite activity was to guess who was the woman and who was the drag queen. Um, But, you know, obviously they weren't using proper terminology and whatnot back then. Um, however, was, I loved all those shows. I know. And that's probably where your love of drag started is on those shows. I know. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, yeah, it's one of our favorites. But <laughs> a funny little little tidbit. I watched Jenny Jones, Sally Jesse Raphael, like mm-hmm. Ricky Lake, all of them. Yeah. And the ones that I hated the most were with the bad kids, like the ones who had to go to boot camp and anytime I would get mouthy with my mom, she would be like, I know Jenny Jones's phone number. Do you want to go to boot camp? And I straightened up a real quick because scared straight. 100%. I knew I would not make it. Those shows were my favorite. I loved the makeover ones. Like when it would be like from like not to hot, whatever. So rude to say, but <laughs> I will say, so my husband and I, our honeymoon was in, um, London and in Paris. And when we were in London, we one night in our hotel, we started flipping the channels and we found the British version of Maury. And when I tell you <laughs> that it was the best talk show I've ever seen in my life, it was absolutely amazing. I loved it so much. And like, just those type of shows. I, it's a big regret of mine that I didn't get to go to a live taping of the Maury show before he retired. It's very sad. I know. And you know, a field trip like that would be very on par for uh for us Jordan and I like to take uh field trips that are reality tv related or true crime related and off the beaten path and you know we'll we'll save that for another day maybe if we ever start a patreon (laughs) put it behind the paywall um but Oh, just know that we are looking to schedule some Degrassi-related field trips as well. We so we're are. putting that out into the uniform, uh, universe and uh, manifesting yes. it for 2024. 2024. Yeah. <laughs> so please keep listening. Anyway, um, as we said, Paige's intentions here were not good, despite no. <laughs> what she may want us to think. So she mm-hmm. easels her way into being part of the makeover and saying... Um, you know, if a makeover is going to happen, she better be involved. And Terry is going to need all the help she can get. Bitch. Rude. Unkind. <laughs> so next we see the grade seven gang in Ms. Kwan's class. And Emma is ignoring Toby and being a little bitch per usual. She's pouting <laughs> again because nobody can go to the dance with her. And JT goes on a rant about boy bands. <laughs> Which was so unexpected, yet fully expected. And it just made me laugh because he said that boy bands are setting an expectation that all men should know how to dance. 
Um, and then he says, curse them and their fancy footwork. Honestly, JT, <laughs> like, this is not the hill to die on. Right? There are many other things that, that men need to adjust other than their dancing. Right. I mean, I, I don't know about 2001, but certainly in 2024, um, <laughs> our expectation of men have nothing to do with their dance skills. <laughs> no, not at all. Now, I like, I would assume most of our listeners and just, you know, most people our age, um, I was a huge boy band girl. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, frankly, I still am. Yeah. So uh, who's your fave? So this is a loaded question for me because I was always an insane girly, like till I die, because I love the performance aspect of it. Love they put on a show. I saw them in concert when I was wow. like, in like the fit in fifth grade. So like peak and sync time, like very much an insane girly. However, a couple of years ago, myself and two of my girlfriends went to a Backstreet Boys concert down here in Florida because I had said they're the last of my boy band, like empire to see because i had seen nsync 98 degrees uh new kids on the block boys to men hansen like i've seen all of them i you never saw hansen yes i saw hansen i've seen them multiple times they're great oh, jealous so we went to this backstreet boys concert it was not i gotta quote jersey shore it was a blast in a brawl <laughs> it was one of the <laughs> best concerts i've ever been to it was so much fun the energy was amazing. And like where it's current state, I was like, these guys are like, they're all in their like 40s now. Like, man, they're kicking it. Like, good for them. It was so fun. So I'm like, right now, I, I can't really say an allegiance because there are guys like I love Lance Bass from NSYNC. He was always a favorite. I love him so much. AJ is like the king of of boy bands and everything that you loved about Backstreet Boys were from AJ, even though all of us were like obsessed with Nick and Brian. Right. But like recently with all this shit that's coming out about Justin Timberlake, like, come on, like it makes it harder to be like, I'm an instinct girly. Right. Like, Let's just say I'm not sad that I ended up getting rid of my Justin Timberlake, uh, no strings attached Barbie. I'm not, I'm not sad about it. Yeah. What's your favorite? Um, so while I was definitely more so NSYNC, I really do love Backstreet Boys, but O-Town will always have my heart. They were my first concert. Um, my mom took my best friend and I, like, we thought we were going to meet them. We were in seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just love them. I definitely watched them when they were on Making the Band. Yes. And I just, you know, put on any of their songs and I just like come to life. They were, yeah. Oh, was amazing. We, we had a lot of good boy bands that were like one and two hit wonders. Like BB Mac was oh, amazing. Love BB Mac. Um, the Westlife. LFO. Yes. LFO was great. Like RIP. Had... They're just like L now. <laughs> right. We're down two members. God bless them. But we had a lot of good, like boy bands, like that we're just kind of like sprinkling in. I will say 90 degrees. I still see them perform like current state because they come to Disney for food and wine and they're amping up the dancing. So I don't know, maybe if you would have done more of that when you were <laughs> at your height, you'd have a different trajectory, but they're still pretty fun to go watch. One time at a church carnival, I won a like big framed 98 degrees poster and it was the one where they were in the white uh, tank tops and they had like oh. the rain on them. <laughs> 
much. I probably spent like 30 bucks trying to win that. <laughs> um, but I think too that that's why, I mean, even though they came out when we were older, I loved One Direction. And oh, yeah. if they have yeah. a comeback tour, yeah, I, like that's one that I'm like, mm-hmm. I gotta go. <laughs> I saw 1D, 3D in theaters the day it came out. <laughs> with my with my friend Katie and Patrick and my friend Patrick he's amazing he's from Mississippi so he's got like this big accent and he's like he'll all the time like anytime it comes up in his like Facebook memories he's like y'all do you remember we went and saw 1D 3D like an 8 game it was amazing uh, they just don't make make them like they used to they don't they don't um but after uh you know, JT is done with his boy band rant and blaming all of his problems on the the good looking men of the music industry. Um, he starts to make fun of Toby for possibly wanting to go to the dance because Toby was like, well, you know, like, what else are we going to do? And then JT <laughs> says, you know, to forget about the dance. And he tells Toby that he has an alternative and hands Toby a list of URLs, which is so funny. It's like a notebook sheet with like written like www dot (laughs) (laughs) backslash backslash um, of, you know, these URLs we are led to believe are porn sites that are free. He makes sure that we know (laughs) they are free. (laughs) They're not getting my hard (laughs) earned. No credit card required. So Manny tells Emma that she wishes she could go to the dance. And Emma says, at least Manny has a real excuse, uh, but that the boys and kind of trails off. And this is where, again, Liberty peeks around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) And in true Queen Liberty form says, Emma, you're not going to let some prepubescent boys dictate your amusement, are you? You know what? She's right. Yeah, she's right. She's wise beyond her years. That's for sure. An old soul in so many ways. Yes. <laughs> uh, so now we're at Toby's where the parents are heading out and the boys give it literally four seconds. Like the parents aren't even to the car yet. The coast is certainly not clear <laughs> before beelining straight to the computer, um, which I did take note is located in the living room and not in anyone's bedroom. As we learned in the first episode, well, the second episode, mm-hmm. that we yeah. want to keep the predators out of the bedroom. Yes. Um, so over at Terry's, uh, the girls are getting ready, and Terry comes out feeling self-conscious about her outfit. Um, Ashley lets, lets her know how great she looks, and Paige gives her a backhanded compliment and saying, wow, you actually do. Ugh. Like, Come on. Paige. Terry looks fire. She does. She looks beautiful. She's beautiful all the time. But she is a girly like me who hates to wear her hair down the majority of the time. So her hair is always back. So when her hair is down, you're like, oh, my gosh, your hair is so beautiful. And she does, like, the little twist things that we all did in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. It was so pretty. But her outfit was very cute. Did you have um, the butterfly clips? I, I did. And I currently have them in my bathroom right now. I ordered pack off of Amazon. Are they yours or your daughter's? Um, they were actually purchased for said Backstreet Boys concert that I talked about <laughs> a few minutes ago. But there was like a hundred in the pack, so my daughter uses them. We um, love a full circle moment. Yes. <laughs> um, so Ashley leaves for the dance uh, to set up, and 
you know, Paige starts to shoo Ashley off and uh, she says she's going to go freshen up. Um, and, you, you know, you can tell Paige is up to something. <laughs> yeah. So next we see Spike uh, dropping off Emma at school. She tells her not to walk home alone. And Emma acts like Spike is the most embarrassing mother alive. Now, granted, there were probably times I was Emma and acted like my mother was the most embarrassing. But, like, Emma, girl, like, we're only four episodes in and we saw what you did in the first two. Like, you're lucky you're out of the house. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, like, Spike does, like, the mom thing where her, like, hands are on the steering wheel and she, like, shrugs her shoulders like, ooh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, you better believe with my child, I will get one of those freaking Bluetooth microphones and be like, listen, <laughs> you picked the wrong one. Like, you better be nice to me or I will literally hang out of the sunroof of my Highlander and embarrass you. She's, she's not lying, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it. We have um, two of those microphones. We have two of those microphones at my house. So I'm ready. <laughs> uh, so back at Terry's, Paige tells Terry, you know, she gets nervous before dances too. And Terry goes back and forth on whether her outfit is too sexy or not sexy enough. Um, so to calm their nerves, Paige suggests uh, a glass of sherry. Which <laughs> I don't think I have ever had sherry before. Um, but I love that this was the drink that like they chose because you know it's just what was around like it's just what the parents had it's like Kahlua (laughs) I literally just googled what is sherry wine because I have no freaking idea (laughs) is it cordial it says sherry is a style of fortified wine known for its unique aging regimen which makes it seem like this is probably not the fruitiest this is not like a um like a little white zen, like a barefoot no. situation. Like this is maybe this is not Arbor Mist. <laughs> no, it is. That's what I was trying to think of. That blue, bear, that blackberry Merlot. Man, that was like Ooh. trying to get fancy in college. I was like, is that blackberry Merlot. But it's literally Kool Aid with like a like a little burp, little little smidge of rubbing alcohol in it. So here in Pennsylvania, they're calling for a little bit of a snowstorm this weekend. And anytime we have a snowstorm, it just reminds me of Snowmageddon circa 2009, 2010, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere around there. So it was the first time WVU had closed in like 40 years. And Jordan and I were living in our sorority house and our house mom worked for the university. And so she knew before the students knew that uh, the school was going to close. And, you know, she let us in on that little secret. So we are all excited. We start raging. But then we realize we need to get supplies. So we go over to uh, the Dairy Mart, which is just like a little (laughs) convenience store. And I can remember sneaking bottles of Arbor Mist in. Yeah. Under under the Columbia jackets. Yeah, because uh, we weren't supposed to have alcohol in the sorority house which we never did wink wink um but yeah I can just remember uh our friend Kelly and I going over to Dairy Mart in the snow like trekking like we were crossing the country uh to get supplies for our village and we had like frozen pizzas bag of chips (laughs) and just bottles of Arbor Mist (laughs) and like something I miss about living in Florida is like you truly take for granted when it's cold like that we could just open up our bedroom windows because there would be snow on the roof and we would just put the wine outside and it'd be chilled as hell. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is not something that I can do currently. If I want to bake cookies, I could put them 
on the top of my car and I could come back to baked cookies here in Florida, but I don't get the, the, the blessing <laughs> of, of having a cold beverage, you know, on mother earth, you know? Well, I highly doubt the sherry that uh, Terry and Paige wasn't drinking it. Just Terry was drinking was <laughs> cool. It was probably very, very room temperature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we very quickly go to the dance. Um, Sean, we see Sean blow right past the line. He does what he wants uh, and does not pay the en- entrance fee. You know, such a bad boy. <laughs> so... Uh, over at Toby's, you know, as we have, uh, anytime Toby's at the computer, I believe we have coined it Hack City. So yes. over in Hack City, Hack Hack City, bitch, um, Kate has installed a parental lock uh, so they can't search for things like porn. In the living <laughs> room. In the living room. But, you know, Toby being the computer whiz that he is, he hacks right past that smiley face on a cop hat and they're in. Now, <laughs> can we take a minute for these site names? I am dying. It's so freaking funny. Foxy ladies. <laughs> Babes in heat. Gross. <laughs> That's sick. Um, but my personal favorite is um, what they called uh, triple sex XX. <laughs> Just, I mean, I'm just picturing it like sexxx.com. Like, come on. And that's how websites were named in the early right. days. It was just like, it was very matter of fact. I mean, you knew what you were getting. There was, yeah. n- there was no being coy about it. Nope. But suddenly, oh no, the connection drops. So, <laughs> that that when I heard that dial up, I was like, Oh, it just teleported back. PTSD of being like, no, you can't use the phone right now. I'm on AOL. Literally, like playing Roller Coaster Tycoon and being like so close to getting a good rating. And then all of a sudden the connection would drop. I'd be like, I'm going to murder everyone in this fucking house. (laughs) Like, I don't care if you needed to call Domino's. (sighs) So, you know, as we can tell as we knew this was going to happen Paige is getting Terry drunk and giving her advice on boys which Paige girl we can see right through you yep you are nobody's friend here yeah. especially not Terry's um back over with uh JT and Toby the connection is back and JT proclaims boobage here we come <laughs> Like middle school boys. <laughs> uh, okay. So um we now see Terry and Paige like walking into the school. Um Terry is absolutely shammered. Just she's walking. Got, she's got the bottle. Right, walking the streets container. of Toronto with a bottle of sherry. <laughs> no. And her Steve Madden's. And, yep, she can barely stay on those platforms. Um, You know, I'm not sure about international law. I don't know if the law differs in Canada as opposed to America. But, uh, ma'am, as Jordan said, like, that is an open container. And underage, like, she is racking up the charges for some shitty sherry. (laughs) So terrible. 
It's so terrible. She's just like stumbling and she drops the bottle and it's like, like a million things. And she's like, how? And the other people, and it's one of those like, hey, I know you're extras in Degrassi, but like <laughs> acting is reacting, you know? A bottle <laughs> drops and nobody's even turning. <laughs> like, I would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> around hearing glass shatter. Uh, you know, as everyone knows, this is a, a Terry, Terry Stan podcast. We love yes. Terry. And <laughs> I, you know, I think the actress, Christina Schmidt, who plays her, is great. This particular performance kind of reminded me if you put into, you know, chat GPT what <laughs> drunk is. <laughs> or like if you were in high school at a party and there was like, people were drinking and then there was one person who like didn't want to drink but they didn't yeah. want to say they didn't want to and they were like all just good at like one drink and like act like I'm drunk like the whole night that's what it was it, so. also um very after school special yeah <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't Candace Cameron dropping that bottle in the streets got a lot of a lot of stuff to say about her it's conversation for another time <laughs> behind the paywall <laughs> so Ashley knows right away that Terry is drunk um and we can see Mr. Radich coming up and, you know, Ashley has waited her whole life for this night dance. So she does not want Terry being drunk to put anything into jeopardy. Uh, so she tells Paige to hurry, get her inside, get her away from Radich. Um, she's you know, like absolutely shitting bricks. And she like <laughs> asks Terry, she's like, are you drunk? And Terry says, what could have been my away message, Facebook status for five to seven years? She says, I'm not junk. I'm happy. And I was like, yeah, girl. Good for you, Terry. She gets chewed in. Ashley's, you know, right back to you. She goes, you know, she's right there with Radage. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if away messages were a thing nowadays? Oh, my God. People it's already overshare. <laughs> It kind of is on Instagram because, like, this is I'm this is going to sound very weird, but my daughter is on the competition team in her dance studio, so a lot of the high school girls that dance with her follow me on Instagram, and so like I see like on their stories and stuff, their stories where you can put like the music on the story and like have like a caption, so that's like their version of the way message, and I'm mm. just like, you little you little cutie. Just wow. little, like they're being like, I don't I don't want to go back to school tomorrow. I'm like, I get it. Like that was my away message too. So um, you know what I recently learned? Apparently, you know, kids these days, uh, they aren't sending like beams or gifts or whatever, but they're sending a a Spotify link with like a certain spot in a song. And like that's the joke. I, that's, that's too much work. work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Just tell me. Just text it to me. <laughs> That's enough for me to like. Whenever I go to text Bryn's like big sister to like set something up for them, I always have to tell myself like Jordan, don't include include an emoji because they say emojis are chuggy. But then I'm always like, fuck it, <laughs> like five million emojis. I'm like, sorry, it's coming straight to you. I I'll never give up a meme or a gif. I, no, they're just too funny. They are. They're great. And you know what? They bring me joy. And in 2024. We do things that bring us joy. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the motto. Um, so where are we? we? We So Ashley is shitting her pants. Um, shoes Terry inside. Liberty is brave as hell wearing overalls <laughs> to a dance. And Radage is walking up to Ashley. 
Um, so we're in the dance now and Jimmy goes back up to Sean to invite him to a party that's only for grade eights, but they'll make an exception for him, you know? And at this, Sean grabs Jimmy and throws him up against the wall. And we learn that Sean has to repeat seventh grade. So that's why he's, you know, sensitive about some of these comments Jimmy is mm -hmm. making. Um, but in, in true Emma fashion, you know, she sees this as the perfect time to ask Sean if he would like to dance. And surprisingly, he says yes. <laughs> if but, I saw two um, guys fighting, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to shoot my shot right now. Yeah, if there's any youngins listening, if you see somebody about to get in a physical altercation, like maybe not choose that as the time to approach them. Let's keep yourself safe. Um, maybe Emma saved Jimmy's life there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she did. Just maybe she did. Distracted Sean from giving him a good old-fashioned beatdown. Yeah, because he would have gotten blood all over that Old Navy performance fleece vest, and it would not have been a fun interaction for anyone. Especially because we know later on we learned that uh, his parents aren't around, so no. I, they probably have to send his clothes to, like, a laundry service or something. and To the dry but, cleaner. That would have been yeah. terrible to get blood out of that fleece. <laughs> so, back at JT... And Toby, back at Toby's house, um, JT and Toby are still, you know, peeking at boobies and talking over whether they're real or not when busted <laughs> Toby's dad and Kate appear and comment, you know, that they think that they're actually silicone or perhaps saline. So uh, the boys just like absolutely die inside. <laughs> As would anyone. I would have died. At that point, I would have been like, okay, this is it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my time here is is done um so back at the dance uh terry is you know shaking her groove thing she falls over you know she's so drunk and then she she runs to the bathroom and this is when Paige swoops in and starts dancing with spinner and a good big eye roll Paige, don't don't be this girl don't be her you're better than that so, you know, we know the dance was on a Friday. The weekend has passed. We're back at school on Monday. And Emma and Manny ask the boys, you know, what they did on Friday. And Toby quickly says nothing. And then JT tells on them. <laughs> so, and then Toby just keeps going, too. Um, and Toby says lo looking at porn is a rite of passage. <laughs> and here is where we learn. <laughs> That Toby's dad and Kate make them look at porn, which I'm thinking is probably just like nudie pics, not like hardcore video or anything like that. At least I hope to God not. Um, you know, including men uh, to learn a lesson about objectifying women. Current and state, it's like an immediate, like, bum bum, dun dun dun. It is that calling Benson and Stabler. Like, this is an overall no from me, dog. I will say, good on them for trying to create a teachable moment. Um, but, you know, they probably could have done it without the, the message still could have been received without, you know, possibly breaking the law or causing trauma. Yes. <laughs> As a parent now, no. Absolutely. There's no way in hell. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. So, uh, Terry tells Ashley that she wants to crawl in a hole and die or, you know, some 
other trope of just being so dramatic. These kids are so dramatic. So oh, granted, I, you know, we all get anxiety uh, for those of us who drink. I'm sure that's something that's very relatable. And we are now seeing uh, Terry with hers, um, but just so dramatic. <laughs> but to make Terry feel better, don't worry, because uh, she shares that Radich is letting them have another night dance next semester. Like, oh, thank God, Ashley. Thank Ash, God. Ash, read the room. <laughs> Give it up. Man. Um, Spinner comes over and uh, gives Terry her notes back, asks if she's feeling better. And then in just such a bitch move, Paige comes up to let Terry know that uh, Spinner will be using her notes from now on. And, you know, we just leave the episode with a sad-looking Terry. Paige, come on. Come like, on. I mean... This is supposed just... to be your friend. Exactly. I was very lucky that, like... I don't know. I never dealt with stuff like that in, like, middle school or, like, their age. But, like, I knew friends that did. Like, it was... Like, they were passing these boys around, like, freaking fruit <laughs> baskets. Like, <laughs> calm down. It's just, it's not a good look for anybody. And it's so sad for Terry. I know. But she'll, she'll have her comeback. She'll, our, our girl will get it. So, yes. um, you know, as we have started since the, the name change, we've changed our, our hot take of the episode to our tough pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. So, Jordan, um, what was your tough pill to swallow for this episode? Um, my tough pill to swallow is that there are some girls that are not girls, girls, and they will just stab you in the back for a man, aka Paige. Like, don't do that. You gotta be, maybe it's because we're in the year, we just came out of the year of Barbie and Eras and Renaissance tour, like, that you just gotta be a girl's girl. And she was not that to Terry. It was very unkind. I did not like it at all. What was your hard pill to swallow? Um, so my tough pill to swallow was Terry's fall. <laughs> like that, <laughs> that did not need to happen. We got the point. We knew she was drunk. Um, you know, it wasn't even really a fall. It was like a dramatic, just like lay on the floor. And, Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> and as someone with just like crippling secondhand embarrassment, <laughs> I just couldn't. <laughs> So that, that for me was my, my tough pill to swallow. <laughs> oh, so terrible. The drama of it all. And we will be back, you know, next week just to deal with another lovely, dramatic episode. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what we're going to learn, what our life lesson will be, mm -hmm. um, and how, how many times we cringe. <laughs> we need to start a cringe count instead of a story count. Yes, because we also forgot a story count. But I don't really think anyone was apologizing this episode. I didn't see a lot of apologies. So we're going to chalk that up to <laughs> zero stories. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us this evening. Um, we are having a blast doing this. And we hope that you are enjoying listening to our silly little recaps and our personal walks down memory lane as we recap Degrassi each and every week for you. Bye, guys. See you next time.
Thanks for listening to Dose of Degrassi. If you like what you've heard, give us a five-star review and recommend us to a friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Dose of Degrassi Pod. Gotta go. Heather Sinclair's calling.